Well, I had probably been to at least eight different places already. <laughs> In seven years. <laughs> he was right here. And we are back with a Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, the one on Donald Tomah Taylor. Yes, if you guys were listening uh, listening to us through the Podbean app and, and now came back in other words, as you guys know, after about two hours, we lose the feed in Podbean and, and we have to go ahead and restart a new one. If you guys are rejoining right back to the, right back on the feed, if you're going to call in, remember that's how the call ins come in. Go ahead and start listening to the Podbean app if you if you would like to go in and call back into the go back into the podcast. For everybody that was listening, you was hearing a take by one of the, our drunk uncles, um, Chill Will. Chill Will, one of our, our senior Cleveland or senior Ohio correspondents, as we like to... As Slash we, drunk uncle number four. <laughs> yeah, listen, he, he, he's he's definitely the first the, the first remote drunk uncle. <laughs> he is the original remote drunk uncle for real, for real. And he don't even drink. So remember that. He a drunk uncle. He don't even drink. All right, now we have our we have our drunk uncle across the border coming back to us. SB, he's our he's our Toronto Raptors and Buffalo Bill correspondent. Or we still got some more football to talk with you personally. A lot of shit oh. with you personally, mm. personally, mm. personally. Yeah, I thought, I thought you told me I was next up and then dropped the podcast. Don't think I don't know what you did there. I didn't drop the podcast. Podbean dropped the podcast. It has a two hour limit. Okay. So we so we don't have chill will right now. Can seconds. I tell you? Okay. So I've only drank this much of my coffee. And you feel it, huh? I hate you. I hate you. Like, because what did you fill it up to? Like I hate you. Like it's really like, I've only had like I can feel my tongue getting loose. But see, listen, man. Like you gotta go right there. So, 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 so that's why I purposely make your drink stronger. You gotta go right there. But you got, you got how many steps? No, no more than five. So shit. Realistically, all you have to do is turn the chair and just hop up and woo Superman onto your bed. But I, I have, I got, a, I got a show to run though. Once again, all you have to do is Superman onto the bed. I'm not hearing it when I gotta do a 30 minute drive. I, I appreciate you losing me anytime that you could make it out here. Sugars, you're in trouble later. Okay, so um <laughs> SB. Talk to us about your key moments of this KC and Cincinnati game. Somebody playing defense. So the whole time the Bengals were making that comeback and then they tied it up, my thought was I'm going to stop you a little bit. If there's any way that you can get closer to your mic, try to do that for me. And then start over. Sorry, is this better? Coming a little low. You're either, either coming in low or you're coming in muffled. I'm not sure which one it is. Must have them older AirPods. Trust me, I just had to upgrade myself. So. Okay, you know what? Do what you do. You're, you're, you're audible. I'm tipsy. It could be my ears. <laughs> no, it's that for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So like you know what? I could be tipsy. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't know what's right. I don't know reality anymore. Don't hire me as your bartender. You're gonna run out of liquor quickly. You're gonna need to be ordering shit. Just know this was back in the days. I probably would have gone to Sharky's right after the podcast. <laughs> I'm feeling that really nice at this tipsy point. <laughs> Sugar Mike, Mike check one two one two. Yeah, it's 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 the one one two one two. Yeah, we got six. We're good. On your six. Everybody from the 313, put your hands up and follow me. Oh, shit. All right, Emo. 
I didn't even know you could see the spaghetti stain. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, you know, we're, we're still on our shows to watch for Sugars, right? We still have to watch that. Hold, listen, hold listen. up. What did you just say? That Sugars hasn't seen? Listen, leave leave my baby alone, okay? Leave my baby alone as I show you all the movies that we need that we need to watch that's on the list. Ah! Wait, let's keep looking. Turn it off. Turn it off right now. No. Turn it off right now. Turn it off. Turn it off. T, turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. You realize every single one of these is a classic. Turn it off! Turn it off! And that's the moment shit for the cat. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Turn it off! Hey, my baby. He over here sound like Teddy Pentagraph. Turn him off! Turn him off! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I <laughs> that's how I sound. <laughs> no wonder they do what I say. <laughs> Okay, see? Because oh, when oh, I drink cool. tequila, yeah. <laughs> that's a country song. That's a real song. When I drink tequila, I'm in tequila. All the Fridays, Friday Night Lights, all the house parties. Yeah, we're, we're watching Friday right now for the third time. We watched half of a Bronx Tale. And uh, listen, <clears throat> so can I tell you about the, why we had to watch a Bronx Tale? And don't give it away, but I always open my door for her, right? When I open my door for her, she reaches around and she opens my door for me. And she has no clue how much what, what that means to me when she does it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. And we started watching Bronx oh. and we didn't get to that part yet. So she oh. has no clue what it means. Like, like she has no clue, like, like even as I explain it Listen, right now. Yo. Gentlemen, <laughs> if you want to know your worth, Yo, watch a Bronx tale. That will treat you. That will show you your oh, worth. Shit. God, and let listen. you know when you got a real one. If you see the way that I'm smiling right now, like, listen, listen there's a lot of stuff that my girl does on a positive note and negative. Because everybody, like, the stuff that, that, that I like and stuff that act that actually, if I tell you, like, no more than that, like, when I open my, when I open the door for her, she reaches over and she opens the car door for me. It warms a special part of my heart. But me! She, but she has no clue the meaning behind it. And oh. that's what makes it even maybe in a weird way, that's what makes it even better. Because she just she she doesn't know. She doesn't know. That makes it even better. Yeah, so she's that never seen it. She never seen it and she does it. And I'm like, yo, y'all niggas ain't never lie. <laughs> y'all that shit is true to this day. And we got automatic locks. <laughs> I, kid, me, me, I kid you not. Me, I kid you not. I've had, I've had that experience and I paid attention many times. The worst thing that the worst thing any female could have in terms of a first date with me, don't let me see a Bronx till a week before. <laughs> don't let me see that movie a week before we go out. Because I'm telling you, and I've done this shit, son. I've done this shit. I watched the movie, went on a date two days later, did that exact thing. It didn't happen. I called my sister on my phone before I got in the car. I said, yo, call, 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 I called my sister and said, yo, call me in five minutes with a do or die emergency. <laughs> It ain't gonna work. I had to, I had to dip. I had to dip, and it called the sneaky link over to come get right. Listen, we gotta hit it and split it in the zoom. Mm. That one, I had to. Dip. I still haven't hit that bitch. <coughs> I still didn't hit up. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. You dump her, you dump her fast. 
So selfish broad. So so it looked like we um Chill has re- has found us. Damn, I'm gonna go I, watch that movie. I, I wasn't stolen. By the way, SB. I'm so let's so I'm gonna have Chill Will go ahead and finish up his point. And then SB, you go ahead and and, and, and as soon as Chill Will is done, you go ahead and come in with, with your key moments of that Kansas City game. Because listen, man, I have to overtime. Overtime. I'm I'm just so happy. Chill Will, go ahead. Go ahead. Talk to him. Talk to him, boys. Talk to him. Talk. Talk your talk. Talk your talk. Be talk that talk. Man, like I was saying, bro, it's really a, a decision-making moment for Mahomes, man. Mahomes is just like Brett Favre, man. He's so much like Brett Favre, bro. Like, he put himself in situations that he got to get out of because he don't take the game seriously enough. And and that's his vice and virtue because he can get away with the moments coming back because he just on, he's just out there having fun, right? And it's cool until it ain't – until you got somebody like Joe Burrow that's, that's locked in, that's trying to figure shit out. That, that 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 hardly makes mistakes when it especially in the clutch, you know what I'm saying? He makes all the right moves, and then that's the problem, bro. And like and that's gonna be a problem for since since it ain't gonna be a problem. He just took a, a team with no offensive line to the Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying? So, but I want to say, but I want to say though, like they what he did, it ain't you know really what, so you much. know what you will. I feel like that was a jab. <laughs> I feel like no. that was a jab at Giants fans. I mean, it's jab at everybody. Shit, it's, every... it's jab at everybody. No, no, it's jab at Giants. Yeah. Fans. <laughs> right. Jab- hey, look, jab- Jacksonville, Urban Meyer, Urban. No, 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 it's a jab at Seattle. No, you like? Let me see. You guys know I'm being facetious, but no, no, yeah. it's a jab at Packers fans. Joe, Joe Burrow, listen, Joe Burrow made a lot of a lot of complaints mute. Like, you can't complain about not having an offensive line anymore. Joe Burrow is like, I'm sorry, fuck that, win. You can't complain about being sacked four times nine, in a game. Nine. I, I know that. But this, nobody, but this is ain't fair, though, bro. It's not fair, though. It's not fair, bro. Who's ever, been, been, who has ever been, been, been 50 cent? Who's ever been well, shot I'm saying nine it ain't fair. But but I'm saying it's not fair because when you get great great quarterbacks like a Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, these guys know how to dissect the game, get the ball quick off, or extend plays. Ben Roethlisberger to do that. So that's the thing. That's the. It's just a great. He's a, he's about to be an all time great. But you can. Well, but but so, if you well, sack Tom, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, you, you if you sack those motherfuckers four or five four times, five, somebody's so, getting cussed out. Nobody getting cussed out. Or they, Joe but Burrow, you, but they still coming they back. But he's in the second they, year they now. Come, come on. Yeah, no, he's in the second year. He can't get that status yet. No, he don't. No, 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 That ain't. First of all, that ain't him. Number one, if you know his personality. Number two, he's still a second year. Second year. He's not. You know, that's about five, six years. That's not his personality. I mean, that's the, but, on, but on goddamn sack number seven, if, if that man had turned around and said some frustration, I wouldn't have blamed him. But yo, the fact that he got sacked, but he did not. And, and you know what? So, and that showed, so and that showed a whole lot. More. So probably about the sack thing, right? And and, I, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry too. I'll come back to you. This part because, like I said, being a New Yorker, I know what's going on in New York, right? And I, I, I know what goes on with New York quarterbacks. There's two things I've heard New York quarterbacks say probably the last five years. They have a they have a offensive line issue and it's still close. because of how many times they've been sacked.
Mama's and y'all went mute. mute. Hold on, sorry. No, maybe my mom was closing her door. No, no. You know you hear a bang. Yeah, I heard a, I heard a thud. <laughs> yeah. Where you going then? <laughs> yeah, we heard a thud in the house. <laughs> we heard a, we thought we thought we <laughs> So we had to broke up somebody from the crib then? Nice. Yeah, so we had we had a big old hell going on. Somebody is. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like, like normally when a quarterback normally when a quarterback has no offensive line, they sacked nine times. Not only do you hear about the offensive line, but but now we've started hearing the phrase where they're seeing ghosts. The biggest game of his career, Joe Burrow had none of it. He kept it thorough and just kept on trucking along. I said last week I would not be surprised if he won. I was I was I was going I, I was rooting for the chaos, especially with this particular matchup because because you know why. Because Joe Burrow has showed us he can go for 500 yards, right? It's a great day to Jamar win. Chase has showed us he can go for 250 yards in the game. 66 to be exact. Kansas City has showed us they can give up yards in bunches. So if there was anybody that could come out here and not give a fuck about anything that you have Damn. done in your whole entire lifetime, it was them. And that's the reason why I talked about the winning last week. I fucked up. I should have worn my goddamn LSU jersey today. But the thing, LSU this is the thing, though, bro. Shout out Beckham. Shout out Burrow. Yo, shout out Chase. LSU. Even shout out the it's losing really a, side with Edwards Hilaire. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, it's um, it's go, really go, a go, testament go. to how Cincinnati, by mistake, built their team because they have two Pro Bowl wide receivers. And that's, that's, that's the key to this. Like, if you, gain, if you don't have a line, get you a good quarterback and you got – a top five back, technically they don't even use him like that. Well, at least he definitely can. He can run and he can catch. And you got two pro like people don't understand how good T Higgins is. Like they they got T like T Higgins is like Chase is the fast one, but T like yeah right right. And but he really technically they got two number ones. Jamar Chase is fast, and they got the chemistry because they play together. So. But, but the thing is, is that that's too little. That's that's like Jerry Rice and you know John Taylor. That's what the the you know. And then when you play like Joe Burrow did, then your line want to block for you. Then now they now they like oh this Joe. Like they it's, it's a different type of energy they go out there. They they trying to get better now. Their their team is really awesome. St. Louis Rams greatest show on turf shit. Jamar Chase Bro, is their Isaac. They Bruce. got top five. Yeah, they got top five. Um, uh, uh, Mixon is their Marshall Fall. They have no offensive line, just like the Rams had no offensive line back in '99. <laughs> and Warner and Warner does not complain. So about you're telling shit. me that's like, bro, don't complain now about even shit. after all of this, that they can now start building an offensive line to the draft if they wanted to. Man, that's what they do. They went from the outside in opposed to the inside out. That's I'll tell they- you, you, you know, you know, they started, you know, and, and we already saw this, they're gonna start a pattern. Teams are going to start drafting, going out their way to draft the wide receiver that their quarterback used to throw to. Now, they're going to fuck up a lot of times because I'm going to tell you this right now. The only way I see this working is when that quarterback and that wide receiver are like, or come from a dog school. Not the Alabama. They, they have to come from the school that had to work themselves from the bottom up and come out of nowhere to win. It's not going to be, oh, I'm going to pair this Alabama quarterback with this Alabama wide receiver. I think they're too spoiled. In, your, in, the case, in the case with LSU, like... Them niggas had to go get it. Like, if Georgia's quarterback was actually worth shit... Mm. <laughs> mm, that See? That I, don't know, I don't know shit about college football. I know that. I know, I know yeah, that, that much. 
<laughs> but it's hard, bro, because Joe Burrow comes well, once I mean, every okay, 20 years. <laughs> Congratulations, George. You got your championship. But you know what I mean, right? That's but, all I'm but, saying. but you know what I'm saying? If he was worth shit and, 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 and he had a bomb ass wide receiver, because that team. No, they had, got wide receivers. That's no, the problem. No, if he was wide, no, I'm saying, if he, okay, so if he was worth shit and then you tied and you and he was able to t- pair him with a wide receiver on a professional level, then oh. like they would be that pair. But somebody would think wrongly if they were to try to get Georgia and their wide receiver and put him on a professional team. They ain't gonna cut it. It don't it don't match enough. Man, like they're both not elite enough and they both don't have enough dog. Wait for George Pickens. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably what. You- ah, okay. That was what I would have thought it was. Okay. Somebody wait for, wait for George Pickens to hit the NFL. You gonna see how great he is as a wide receiver. <laughs> you, you, man, George Pickens is a motherfucker for Georgia. I mean, you know that if you watch college football, but it's okay. I know Chill Will. Chill Will understands what I'm talking about. Okay, I know about the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so th- that wasn't the only game one, right? We had another. We have another great game. Shout out Justin Jefferson too, right? We we had we had another great game. San Francisco and the LA Rams. So oh no! Sorry, could I, could I quick just do my, oh, my, 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 my uh, game break? My bad. We forgot about SB. SB, go ahead. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, when the Bengals came back and tied at the end of the third, I'm pretty sure most of us watched and thought, like, okay, now the Chiefs are going to turn it back on. Like, oh, shit, these yep. guys tied us. We're going to yep. take it over. Yep. And we saw Burrow throw the interception early in the fourth. Yep. And the Bengals' defense turned around with a three and out off of that midfield Chiefs ball. I think that I thought, was huge. That was major. I thought three was going on the board immediately. He threw that pick. I said, boom. Boom, boom. Hey, so they get, the three, they get the ball back, and then th- two third downs in a row, Burrow scrambled on his own with his legs and got the first down. Is the sack he I avoided those, from those... Chris Jones? That, that was Eli Manning-esque. You know, the, they, they both escaped some, escaped some sacks, but they also, also both took some. A lot of quarterbacks this weekend escaped some sacks, but also took a lot of bad sacks. Like it's like there's a couple of things, right? Like we all, like you, all, a couple of you guys like mentioned this. Were, were, were you done, SB, or you had more? I no, I was just gonna say like those play. those three plays came within a couple of minutes of each other. The two burrow scrambles after the three and out. I think yeah. the the Bengals offense was re-energized after the three and out, and I think the Chiefs defense was kind of kind of gutted by the two. They thought they had them twice twice in a row on third and ten, and Burrow got out of it both times. Oh, yeah, B. If my best pass rusher has you with both hands firmly on you, fully in grasp, and you find a way to not only get out of that, avoid another potential sack by the ankles, and scramble for eight yards on third and eight, that's the one. I'm a fan watching the game who had money invested in it, I will admit. The, that's demoralizing. What was, what was disrespectful <laughs> to you? Right. You're right, KJ. And I think that Chiefs, that Chiefs and defense and, thought and like. That's, and that's coming from the fan perspective. Imagine be, I could only imagine being a linebacker or a cornerback on that play. 
What was or defensive line? What was even more? I think that Chiefs defense. Thought, oh shit, they tied it. We gotta, we gotta go back at this dude, man. He's no joke. We gotta because, lock back in. And Burrow laughed at them because that same drive is when they got the field goal to take the lead. So you get that sack right there. They gotta punt it back. You just got a big play to get them down with the momentum having moved after you just got an interception the previous possession. Oh, that would have been major for the Chiefs. I was literally like, oh, they got him. They got him. He sat. And he wrote, I'm like, oh, it's some Eli Manning shit. <laughs> some Eli Manning shit. Oh, they about to get him again. Oh, he got out again. Fuck. He's about to run. Oh, yeah, shit. That's, yo, that's um, the, uh, the boy from Pittsburgh. He reminded me so much of Ben Roethlisberger, bro. That's how Ben was. with the, Man, that shit. Ben used to do that. Yeah, like, he's not super fast. Yeah, like, he's just get out of situations like – you literally had his yeah. dude, like two or three, and he would just duck and then and come out, like the, you know. Was, <laughs> well, you know what, though? Listen, I'm like, remember, it wasn't like it but, was some chopped liver or but, bench player defensive. It was their best pass rusher, Chris Jones, but who the, had him in his grasp. The statues that we talk about, right, that are goats, that's, they all were like that because because Peyton Manning was like that. He didn't move a lot. It was just a, it was just a little sh- sh- move. Tom Brady was like that. It was just two Oh, I don't see him. Nah, be. Nah, I can't let you get away with that. I can't let you get away with that, bro. They was not like that. Neither one of them was like that. Old Peyton Manning game from 1999. How Peyton played quarterback 2012, 2013, 2014 is the same way he was playing quarterback back in 99. Bro, I'm telling you, that them them two guys would go down if you slapped them inside the head. A 30 minute highlight of them playing the Cowboys back in 99. I didn't say it was a scramble. It was it was subtle movements. Is what I'm talking about. It was a well in a pocket. Yeah, like yeah, it's a simple like when when the Russians come come in, it's a simple step up in the pocket and make a couple guys miss and you get it off. It's a simple duck down, swing out to your left a little bit and come out and take two steps to the left. They was never really running, but they were they were elusive enough. To Brady's credit, Brady was still doing that shit. But the thing is, I feel like they had they got it yeah, before they got the ball out one second, one second, two seconds. Yeah, what was that? But it was quick with them. With Burrow, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. So it never never came to that for me. Like they never had to get they never had to get loose because it was gone. They never had to get be loose. It was just gone. But with was, with Ben Roethlisberger, Mahomes, uh, I see Brett popped to pop his shoulder back in a few times. See, I always remember seeing these guys do it because I, it's not the run so much as is, is that when they go, it was when you fall back and when you feel that pressure, you take one little step up in the pocket and all of a sudden you, you got two guys missing and you get that ball off. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's not so much rolling out the pocket, but pocket elusiveness. Like some guys do it differently. Some guys, they, they, they roll out for it. The statues, they can't roll out. They don't, they don't got no legs. But they find a way just to move a little yeah, bit. Yeah, step, step, like, step, like, left, step, move, right, step, left. You know what I mean? Just they quit. And then you quit. You know? That's why that one drill where where the quarterback literally you're in a you're in a yeah. small box, you can't move much, and but you got like four guys with the stupid pad and that drill. Yeah, it's like, like I don't want you guys to call like, these guys. Avoid yeah, this. I'm not I'm not saying these guys are rollout guys and movement guys. They're just they're they're elusive in the pocket. They 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 just know how to make that that one little step. Or that one shoulder move to make at least one or two guys miss and can still get off the pass. We've seen them do it, and it's been frustrating. Yeah. Like, trust me, I, I, I yeah. don't know why. I, I, I've seen these frustrating things. Like, listen, I, I, listen, I've been a Jets fan this whole time. I, I know what happens when. Jets fan now. <laughs> you, 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 listen, we, we, I'm gonna have to get you up to date. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, until you until you update me, you're a Giants fan. You disown the Jets. Mm. You're a Giants fan. Okay. This is bad, man. Stop, what the stop hell? The it's no difference in Giants and Jets. That shit is Now, you like while while we were talking about them, you guys brought up two make two like two things right that, that I really wanted to write down and, and take part of because it made me it, it really made me it brought it brought other branches of thoughts in. Right, one was why aren't quarterbacks throwing the ball away anymore? Mm. Like Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, like even even Joe Burrow to to um, to an extent. It's the blessing and the curse. Like we see them yeah, constantly on an extended play, extended play, and they run around, run around, and they take these horrible hits. Why aren't you like? It's because that's what fucked up Kansas City. It's the blessing. Like it almost like curse. you understand before before we went into overtime. That alone almost fucked up Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes holding on to the ball too long, trying to do whatever the fuck. That's what you probably call him, like Brett Favre's chill, Will. He's holding on to the ball too long. I don't know what the fuck he's yeah. going to do. He actually yeah. fumbled. Yeah. If, if, yeah. if, if, if he didn't recover that shit, the game would have been over right then. They were, they, they were destined to lose. Josh Allen's starting to learn how to do that. His first couple of years, he took a few too many 19, 22-year-old, 22-year-old sacks. But thing is, that's the type of thing with being too. Like you can make a play. You so used to making a play. Just gotta kind of live with it. Anything that'll make you laugh and make you cry. Like very times I've seen Josh Allen. You see, it literally happened in the fucking game. A couple times, Mahomes scrambled all over the goddamn place for eight seconds, and then finds Kelsey for the touchdown. Yeah, yeah same. Right. Yeah, okay. drifting back late in the late in the game, He's trying to scramble, 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 fumble the ball game now had it been reversed the time he threw it to kelsey ends up scramble 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 throw a pick or or inception even jimmy g scramble 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 in the divisional game against green bay throws an interception trying to hit kittle knowing his arm is not like that it's the blessing and the curse with these quarterbacks they think every goddamn that it's live you know you got to take the good with the bad it's what they do Trust but, that's what me, but at some point in time, I feel like because you because you can't think like this. But then when they go out there and they escape it and they throw like some magnificent twenty yard play, you're fine with it. So what I'm also saying though, when you're being chased, when you're being chased down, and at that very last moment you need to get rid of it to get to get that guy that touchdown throw, why don't you know to get rid of it and throw it out of bounds? Here's the other here's the other factor. This is what I would say while watching the game. Also, didn't want to have too many times where you're letting the clock stop because you're going to get Cincinnati the ball too much time to do something. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, granted, to lose 22, 20 yards, you give me logic, like, I take it. It's like shit that you have to lose 20 yards. But I also understand being in that. So I know good. I'm watching the game. I'm like, don't give Cincinnati the ball with any time left. Whether you score a touchdown or a field goal, do not give them the ball with any time left. That quarterback over there is not blinking. I've watched this up close and personal in Louisiana. I've flown out there to watch the game. I've seen it. Scorpion Joe, I keep so that nigga's not blinking. Don't leave no 45, 40 seconds trying to, trying to go somewhere again. And, then, and you can tell. I'm sure, I'm sure you're with me on this. When they got down in that area, because it seemed like they had no problem getting down there. But when they got there, that's when it was really calculated and really tried to make sure that they that they were trying to not get time on that clock. Because I can guarantee some of those scrambles at that moment, 
There's not even 13 seconds left on that clock. I can guarantee that was it. Again, I'm just thinking. I'm sitting there, sitting there, even though I know my football or I'm sitting at a bar with already six drinks in, thinking that. I'm pretty sure Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Kyrie Hill, Eric Bienemy, all them niggas, no Travis Receptions, 11 targets, 113 yards. I don't want to hear no Odell slander again. It's over with. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to motherfucker. You know how you say you take the good with the bad? We've all always known that Odell Beckham is a showman. Well, he definitely showed his ass out in this game. you damn right. Made play after play after play. Comfortable taking the backseat, but still knowing his role. But then... You know, because the talk about Odell in terms of him being a bad teammate, bad teammate, bad teammate, in the midst of him finally overcoming what he overcome in terms of people really questioning if he could even fucking play football for some reason. I'm just like, are you motherfucking stupid? Get not only get the first playoff one, get these two play, get the NFC Championship to the Super Bowl. One of the first things he goes do is console Debo Samuel. Yeah, I'm like. That nigga's over. You, you, sir, right now, you have every single reason to show your ass and buck wow and give the middle fingers. But one of the first things you want to go do is console that man who's over there crying because he just basically carried his team on his back. His offense, at least, on his back. His team? I say offense because that defense is some motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. And that's a real nigga move right there. I had... I Man, you can't, y'all keep going in. First 
Yeah, bro, y'all still, y'all got all Especially with Jimmy G, because the, especially when the same guy he defends did the bullshit that he did at the end of the game. You see, good and the bad in terms of trying to trying to not kill, wasn't trying to take a sack, backed up, backed up in his own territory. It was like, okay, if you're gonna throw it out there, throw it at the nigga feet, throw it at the nigga feet. The guy right there, you could throw it right as long as he right there. It don't care how the ball gets to him. Throw it at the ground where one, he doesn't have to worry about catching it. Two, it's not gonna get picked. None of that. Throw it at the nigga feet. Pitch the nigga feet. You throw it up in the air. I saw the plate. As soon as it happened. See, look how easy shit was in the first half. <laughs> shit was easy. I saw I saw the play. You you wanna know the the first words I said when the play was done? I said that right there. That's the shit that all of us be talking about when it comes to this team. That's the shit that we all talk about when it comes to Jim, Jimmy Garoppolo. That play right fucking there. That fucking play right there. On on in a span of a few games, we got quarterbacks literally going out their way to make sure that they're the reason that team wins, or at least their team's in a position to win. You do that fuck shit. Josh Allen. Spitting on a grave, watching Jimmy Garoppolo do that fuck shit. Hmm. I'm like, I'm out here doing everything I can. This motherfucker gets here and he does that bullshit at the end of the game. Burrow wanna, laughing at him I, doing one that. One thing I want to say though, man, like y'all mentioned Odell, which is oh, everybody. I don't think nobody thought Odell was really shitty. I mean, he's not the same Odell as he was three, four years ago. That's that's easy, but that he still that that doesn't necessarily mean he wasn't great, right? And that just tells you how. A wide receiver can't waste his life without a a, a a decent to great quarterback. I mean, you just have to have that if you're a great wide receiver. But overall, it's not that with Odell, man. Odell's just a selfish individual. Like he 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 just when things going bad, you're gonna see the worst. When things going good, it's all it's all good now because you know what I'm saying. But but when it's when when shit don't go his way, sounds like Julius. It's Randall. different. It's it's different. So that's the only part I have of Odell. Like you're not. You still a you was man. We was winning, bro, and you were still moping on the field. We're we're about to go to playoffs, and you 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 moping around on wins. But that shit is that shit ain't okay, bro. That shit's some weak. That's some sissy shit. That's some sissy shit, bro. Like how you how you crying? And we winning. He tore his like nigga. What's wrong with you? No, 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 no. I'm talking about when he was playing. I'm not talking about when he tore his AC. I'm talking about when when he. When when we win, we we, we got a blowout game. You didn't you got maybe three catches, fine, but you still moping around. Like what type of shit is that? Like you 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 still crying like a bitch. Like you a you was man that that dude was a, he's soft man. That's all. I mean I'm not saying he ain't good, but he's still soft. He know nigga I'm one of my team. When the shit get when the shit gets to the you know what I'm saying. If 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 we got to go through two or three four weeks, two three four you know what I'm saying weeks with going through some real shit. He ain't the guy you want in your locker room. He, he, he's the guy you need for like a Brady, a Brady, a Manning. You know what I'm saying he's made for those guys because you won't, that he won't go through those downtimes. You know what I'm saying he'd rather have a good game and lose than a, a bad game and win. You know what I'm saying that's it. Horrible. There was a couple of games where you guys won when he was when he only had three or four catches for probably about thirty five. But the but let me finish this one. For three or four catches for probably about 35 yards. 
But in that those same couple games, if the quarterback was accurate with probably two throws, those same three or four catches for 35 yards becomes five catches for about 80 yards and a touchdown. But what you're saying, though, bro, we won. Well, the man is running wide open down the field. I get that. We, I'm, That's not frustrating. That, 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 but that ain't, that ain't no reason why you need to be moping. But it happens, happens consistent. The problem is it happens consistently, bro. I, but you, you, consistently. bro, you get you that, that you making excuses for somebody that's moping after wins. That's not that's not cool. I don't care what it, it's not what you I say. Mean, I understand it, what you're saying. That's not ever cool. I mean, it'd be it'd be easier to, to not make excuses when since I've watched him go to go to the Rams, I haven't heard nothing. I've heard no Pete. I've heard I've seen games where he's only had two or three catches in them games. I haven't seen no moping. My, I haven't yeah, seen no when when because he's caught a touchdown though. <laughs> Typically, if he had two, three catches, he caught a touchdown. First, his first touchdown against the Jacksonville Jaguars was literally two <laughs> catches for ten yards and a touchdown. Like I said, he good. Catches, I am mad. Yards, you're, you're he's good OBJ when he's good. And you're an OBJ hater. Like you, like you. I, love no, him I don't. You I don't necessarily hate I'm him. I just think he's soft. But he, you know. when I know I when I know I got a dude, when I know I got a dude playing that quarterback position, I know it's like a replay. It's a little, I know if I know that dude can get that football to me accurately, I know it's like, it's a little bit of both. Like, listen, listen, Odell Beckham was popping over there like um in Cleveland when that was happening. But I'm going to tell you why he didn't pout when it was happening in L.A. Because L.A. was the place that he always wanted to be. So that when he still didn't get the thing that happened and he still won, he still had L.A. to when go is that? I need you. I need you to stop right now. I think about what y'all saying. When y'all saying when he not getting the ball. Hold on. Y'all saying when he not getting the ball. Like this though. Hold on. Let me, this is what I'm saying. Y'all keep saying that he didn't get the ball. It's no. At one point, he did not get the ball. Maybe when he first got there, he didn't know the offense. But ever since he know the offense, this man been eating, and he's in the best offense. Uh, he's the best offense in the, in the league. Like he got the best offensive mind in the league besides Andy Reid. Like what are we talking about? It's not. It's no comparison how, to what how, we had wait, here. Wait, 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 how often was 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 Odell Beckham getting eleven targets? Now, here, he, all the time. Baker still couldn't get it to him, so I ain't all mad about it. But yeah, he was getting. He was getting targets, but that breaker just couldn't get us. Eleven? Breaker just couldn't. No, yeah, he get you know eight to eleven targets in some games, oh. but that don't mean nothing because he couldn't get the ball. That's that's not even a comparison. I'm not complaining about him having a problem with Baker. Everybody has a problem with Baker. That's fine. I'm I'm talking about your your response to to how you act when stuff don't go your way. What I was going to say is every Sunday in the morning, I link up with my guys and we play some pickup football. I play either out wide, in the slot, whatever. Who's the quarterback when I'm on what on whatever team I'm on? I'm not gonna lie to you. It does affect. I'm gonna run my route and try to get open. But if I know your arm is not lively enough to get the ball in certain areas, there's certain routes that I'm not going to run. But if I know I got a certain dude, I'm like, yo, I'm ready. I'm active because either with whatever I run here, if I get one target or ten targets, the play is live. That shit matters as a wide receiver. That shit fucking matters, bro. When he says live, he means in stride. Not even, not even. I'm talking like, yo, it's up. Like at any moment, no matter where I'm at, 
I know that dude has the arm and the accuracy to get me the ball. But if I got somebody that I know for a fact that I don't trust like that, I might I might just run me a little slant, a little out route to stay in the area. Or like if he's rolling to the right side, if I know he throws the deep ball well to his right, that's the only time I run a deep route. If he's a right, if it's a right-handed quarterback and I know his arm's not lying to me, I'm gonna make sure that my real routes I run on the right side. All that shit fucking matters. And that's just me thinking about it. Someone who who's played football and whatnot, but definitely not to the to the level of Odell. <laughs> that's what we call as we talk about like shit was easy in the first half. Roll out, escape, floaters, mm. Mm. backyard shit. Mm. But like I said, they were rushing hard early in the game. So it made it easier to scramble. But at the second half, they sat and waited, waited. They said, yo, you come to us. Now, I'm going to lose you guys for three minutes, maybe. Then I'm going to come right back. Shout out to WWE's Royal Rumble, right? We got two shocking incidents that came out of there we had an appearance by ronda rousey which as you obviously which you if you're assuming what i think you're assuming yes that means that she won the royal rumble which means that she will be highlighting wrestlemania i'm just curious on who she's gonna pick if she picks becky lynch the person that who beat her to leave or charlotte flair who the person that she has the most physical matches with that was gonna be interesting and then Brock Lesnar joining the Royal Rumble and winning that. Most likely, he's probably going to see Roman Reigns again. And we're probably going to get the the championship matchup that we were supposed to get a couple of pay-per-views ago before Roman Reigns caught COVID. We're probably going to end up now getting that at WrestleMania. So keep a lookout for that. But shout out to WWE bringing out Ronda Rousey because I was not expecting that. That was a pop that, it, that, that actually... That actually surprised me because we haven't heard anything about Ronda Rousey since she burned her WWE bridges. She was basically playing mobile games on Facebook for money. So I'm about to say she needed that check. Like that's the best thing she could have did because she ain't that she ain't that guy or no girl no more. You know. So she needs listen, and if she comes back to WWE and she decides to buy in this time, you realize WWE has a spot for her. They plan like she will consistently be in the championship talk because she was a real UFC fighter. Yeah, she they Kurt Angle, bro. So WWE she's will Kurt always Angle have her. She needs her. She, they, I mean, she needs them. She needs. No, no, fuck Kurt Angle. She like she like the Brock Lesnar. Like they they basically almost an unbeatable force. No, I'm talking about like. Anybody that beats her, you know, God, that they're basically really good. Like, 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 top of the top of just regular wrestlers. Right. Right. Listen, just let you know, like, like they're gonna treat her like, like they're gonna treat because they got Bobby Lashley and and they kind of like push him in the same way too, like for a while. Like to beat him means like, oh, you're just one of these Goliath kind of dudes. Yeah, they're gonna like see. That's not like she she, she fucked up. I mean, she fucked up in the beginning. Like she took a shot at the rest at 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 the wrestling organization, the wrestling fans, and kind of how they work things. You know. And wasn't and after a while she kind of stopped buying in. She also what what ended up happening for a second time she started to believe her own hype. 
<laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> she did it in UFC. And then as wrestling was building up her persona, and she's going through whatever wrestling's going through, she started to believe her she started to believe her own hype, but not so much believe her own hype. She got disrespectful to the point where, listen, we she know like we know that you can beat every woman here, but that's not what the storyline calls for. That's not how some of these storylines are gonna play out. And she, and because of that, also, she didn't want to do some of the some of the training things that other people were going through. Like, you still need to work on your timing. You still need to work on your in-ring press. You still need to work on That's because you can fight for it. It doesn't mean anything. Wrestling wrestling has a little bit more schematics to it. <laughs> and, yeah. And then, like I said, and then when she started talking bad about the fans and the wrestlers and stuff like that, then I basically, Vince Man was like, yeah, you can bounce. You don't. Like, you don't run shit here. I'm a, like, WWE treats themselves like the NFL. They're a vehicle that can't fail. And they just keep working the cogs in and out. But they're way more respectful to their cogs, especially the cogs that matter. They're way more respectful. And they and, and as you give to the business, they, they 100% make sure that they try to give back. So Ronda Rousey returns. So she's going to get her second stand in WWE. And she's going to be in the title huh, in the title pitch and the title conversation consistently. She's going to be making a progress. Uh, um, uh, an uh, appearance at WrestleMania, and also Brock Lesnar after losing in after losing his title earlier in the in the pay per view event, he ended up winning the the Royal Rumble, which means he'll probably end up trying to settle his score with Roman Reigns. That's still I still don't know how they're gonna go with that because I still think that this is a time where they're pushing Roman Reigns. So I feel like this is gonna be a one a, a match that Roman Reigns wins over Brock Lesnar, and we'll see what happens with Brock Lesnar after that as a free agent and just goes on a title hunt. Because that may be a, a different, scarier thing as Brock Lesnar beats everybody that tries to become a contender for a title that he goes after versus him just at the title and trying to, and knocking out everybody else. All righty. That's enough of WWE. Let's move on. And where's SB? What's, oh, damn it. SB ain't here. I know SB was watching was was watch was watching Royal Rumble, was watching Royal Rumble as well because he was messaging me <laughs> during that time. And, and that's and that's and, and that's the reason why I was like, yo, I wasn't even caught up yet. I had to actually had to come back in there, and I wanted to talk to SB personally because we got some things from his team, the New Jersey Giants have gotten a couple of pieces from the only team that plays in New York, the Buffalo Bills, and not a New York Giants. After so the New Jersey Giants, after acquiring the general manager Joe Shane, Joe Shane said, "You know what? I know who I'm familiar with. I know who I who I have here, and I know who I already spoke to plenty of nights while drinking with, like yo, bro, and spoken with." Hey, yo, bro. Yo, I got, bro, how the fuck we lose the game in fucking 13 seconds, B? We had that shit fucking won. What the fuck, my nigga? What type of soft defense is that? My nigga, yo, I need you, son. <laughs> but, but Leave before that, that fucking team and come coach my team now. Leave that fucking team. I'm still trying to get over that bullshit. That's I, why I had to fucking leave and take this GM job over here. Like, so you come do the same and be the main man because I know you won't fuck that shit up like that. I don't know how many times they had that conversation before, like that thirteen second shit happened. But I'm assuming that a couple of times drinking or getting high before they were hitting each other like, "Yo, bro, if I ever get a general manager position, I, I, I guarantee I'm gonna make you my head coach." And in that, that OC said, "Yeah, whatever, nigga. I believe it when you make it happen." <laughs> and 
he became a general manager of the New York of the New Jersey Giants. And yep, wasn't he wasn't he a New York Giant? No, that was that's not the same. Well, he's a Jet. He said he was a Jet. That's not the same one. Oh, that's not the same one. P Ryan. That P Ryan that you have was from Florida. This P Ryan is is the is the real deal from Oklahoma. Oh, okay. It's funny. When I when I mixing was in the same backfield at one point. Oh, shit. I heard the name and I was like, wait a minute, is that the dude? With Baker fucking Mayfield as the quarterback who lost against Georgia in the semifinal. And on that note, I'm going home. I got work at spot three. Listen, I'll probably be at work at 3.30. But I got a 30-minute drive. As the Giants get Joe Shane as a general manager and Brian Gable um, as as their offensive coordinator, Right, they now get Sean takes over the New York Giants general manager position. Sean, who was the former offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills, takes over the head coaching position, and the New Jersey Giants now become Buffalo of the South. Or becomes Buffalo South, and even as I as I make jest of it, there are no gripes here. There are high praises for both of these individuals. For one, um, Joe Shane, for him being the second, the second in command to an organization that that helped build around Josh Allen, right, and being frontline for that, having input in that, and also seeing how that worked. And seeing how that worked and seeing how that was successful. And then having the offensive coordinator, the guy that was helping responsible help to help the development of Josh Allen. So for a team that has a young quarterback has had problems all over their offense, a problem with their offensive line, they get two individuals that it seems like they know how to build and develop a team. And this is a team that has question marks at their young quarterback position. And they need to make a decision real fast about their quarterback position. And they're going to find out real fast if this dude, Daniel Jones, is the guy. And if they're not, they'll go after the next guy that they both find attractive and try to develop him. And because they both were in Buffalo, there's no, it it cuts out a lot of the early stages of trying to get to know each other and possibly learning uh, um, all of each other's tendencies. At least you know, see, you already know each other. You know some of each other's tendencies. You may even know what each other like already. Like, because I'm not expecting them to know all of each other's tendencies because they're in completely two different roles now. And who knows of what they, what, they envision for themselves in this particular role. You may only know them for what they've liked in that particular role they were before. You know, you know, love changes, love changes, the best friends become strangers. That shit happens, right? Such is life. But they know each other already, and hopefully they know at least some of each other's tendencies, and that may at least take a lot of the beginning portion of this process out enough where they both like, okay, 
I think we both know what, we, what, we, what, we, what we're trying to do here, what we want, how they're able to sit down and communicate a whole lot better because at least they're already friends. At least I'm assuming they already know each other. I see that at least that portion of it. There's no more breaking of the ice. They can sit down and be like, okay, let's brain, let, let's start, let, 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 let's start brainstorming and figure out what the fuck we want, where, what direction we're going to go in and how we're going to go about this and move in one unit. Now, I'm going to tell you guys something. <laughs> While this may have been a great move for the New York Giants, right? Don't be fooled in thinking that this is them fully going away from the norm. And what I mean is that the New York Giants have had a problem with they hire from within, meaning they hire people that they're familiar with. They're familiar with these guys. Yes, these are guys that they are familiar with. These guys have been in the Giants organization or been tied to the Giants organization. So there are some there are some ties here. But these are some very two good ties. If you had to have two ties in the NFL that, that you're looking at right now, these are two respectable ties. Not only in the NFL circle from a general manager position, but also from a development position for, um, when it comes to a player and coaching position. So let's see if this can be the Giants getting back in their ways. Now, even though this has been a great decision, don't expect it to be the greatest of pops in the first year because you're still all talking about and take it from a Jets fan that just saw this happen with uh, to the other team in New Jersey. You're still talking about a first-year general manager. You're still talking about a first-year coach. Let's see who you keep um, who you hire as your offensive coordinator. You're talking about a lot of first-year individuals in a lot of key positions. So they're still, regardless of, regardless of how in sync you are, there's still a lot of growing pains to go through. And we're going to see, now it's going to be, now it's going to see how well you're able to maneuver through those other growing pains. See, uh, to get to know each other shit you've gotten past, now you actually got to get experience in your current role. You haven't been a head coach yet. You haven't actually been a general manager yet. Now you actually are these things. And with these things come with a little bit more nuances than what you were used to. Offensive coordinator, you may have been used to a little bit more hands-on-y when it comes to the offense. Coaching, you have to coach everybody. One of the things that that Coach Salah said from the New York Jets, him and him as a defensive coach, one of the things that he ended up realizing, there was a lot more management and, he, and then a lot less coaching. He hasn't had the time to even go over there and really coach the defense. He's had to rely on his defensive head coach. You may have been a brilliant offensive coordinator, but you may not be doing. You may not end up doing a lot of coaching. You may have end up having to rely on your offensive coordinator because there's a lot of management you have to do as a head coach. Not all coordinators are good head coaches. Some great, some guys are great coordinators. We're gonna see which side of the, which side of the coin or which side of the field that this person lies on. Brian Gable. Folks, I'm going to leave you with that. It's been a great weekend. It's been a great weekend. We got some, we got some great insight. 
into in, into both of these games. We have the Super Bowl coming up in a couple of weeks. Trust me, we're gonna have a whole lot to talk about. We're gonna get into a lot of basketball during that time frame as well, too. Like I said, there's only so much we can break about the games. We're not ESPN. I'm not. We're not gonna sit here and bullshit around for fucking um for fucking days on end regurgitating the same shit 18 billion different ways. We're not probably gonna talk football unless something significant happens all the way until next week, maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe when, maybe tomorrow, maybe on Wednesday we talk some football because we're gonna be live at the bar. I'm pretty sure somebody's gonna ask me about who my Raiders, bro. prediction is, and then what my what my answer to them is gonna be. Listen to the show next week when we make our Super Bowl predictions. I'm not making any predictions this week. I don't even I don't even think I'm gonna talk Super Bowl this week. I'm gonna talk Super Bowl all next week. We're gonna get into basketball heavy this week. We we John Moran, some Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, you you understand some some Evan Mobley, some Rookie of the Year talk. You, you, you understand, like, that's, that's the shit. That we're doing. I finally learned like, his name now. Showing sure up. Who? Evan Mobley? Yeah. Mm, you saying his name properly and shit. Wait, what was I saying before? I don't know what you said last time. You said some crazy shit. That was a while ago. I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't neurosin no well in him. He <laughs> <laughs> wasn't nothing like. <laughs> no man, but like it's a lot of stuff going on football. We probably would talk football a little bit if I'm here because there's a lot of stuff. The Raiders got a new coach, Josh McDaniels. Man, you ain't touch on that none. Which is kind of. I I talked on it on, on the tee of the weekend. Like so, I, I I I I it was a bullet point that I just didn't get into because we we only recorded for three hours. Like, like, so we, I mean, yeah, but you're right, we do have time. Like, yeah. like I said, I, we will get into Josh McDaniels because yeah, he, he is in Las Vegas now. And, and we got to talk surprised. about how, how I want to talk about how the worst move in the world was to take the Chargers, uh, the, I mean, the Rams to LA. That was the worst. Why? It made no sense. And it was embarrassing for the league. The league can get so much, they can consistently get shit wrong. But their stock is going up because of just the product is even getting worse. But it's just getting like this is crazy. I've never seen nothing where the product is getting worse, but they're still getting more fanfare. It's getting more popular. It's I don't know how they do it. So it's just really lucky, lucky. It's just lucky they give reps. You know the football is getting worse. They the rules and it just make bad decisions after bad decisions with cap with with the chart like the Rams literally, bro. They had they had a home game that wasn't a home game. That's crazy. Maybe and watch when they would. It's gonna be even more embarrassing when they if they they probably gonna win the Super Bowl because they probably gonna be Cincinnati, and so that's gonna be like the next year. They still gonna be like that though, because Cali fans love the that's Raiders, even though they love the Raiders. They love San Diego, love the Chargers, but they love the Raiders and they love San Fran. And and um, what's the other team that's out there? Was in, that was in LA uh, for a minute? But that's the main thing. Chargers. They want the Raiders. They, why would you not take the? Yeah, but why would you put the Raiders back in LA? Took them to Vegas. Makes no sense. And yeah, so, yeah. Well, listen, yeah. listen, we'll listen. You, you got your bike. I Yeah, I can't hear you, but yeah, I can't hear you right now. But I'm gonna go ahead and let you do your thing, big dog. It's good to hear from you, big dog. I might hit you up though, man. 
Cause I'm 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 probably gonna come down there, man, about a month, bro. Slide that way. So I'm be hitting you up. All right. That's that's hearing from you as always. Like I said, we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll be we'll be live on Wednesday from Sharkies. We'll talk on that subject. That's a good subject to talk about. We'll get into that on Wednesday and then we'll continue on. Thank everybody for listening. Don't you guys forget the kid you just catch a wave that never subsides. It's the Mighty Sports Podcast. Somebody play my outro so I can get so I can stop rambling. Sorry, B. I tried. Honest. All the bandwidth in the world couldn't keep me contained. No lag. No lag. Gonna share my talents with Podbean Live. Always knew I'd take the pod there. Just a lot later than a lot of listeners thought. Last of the real gathers. Well, maybe not the last. Munchkin got good mic skills. New, improved, my T podcaster. Potting down now. Last call for drinks. Bars closing. Sun's out. Heard the casino got a buffet breakfast. Don't want to go far. Wild night. Tired, B. Tired. My tea. Sports. If you only knew how fucking annoying you are. Like, seriously? I've been doing this shit for seven years now. Yeah, you are getting uncontrollably annoying. You are getting unreasonably annoying. You really are.